SAFM Sports Wrap. To you, welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. I'm Brad Brown. It's great to have you with us. It's uh, Mini Friday today. It's uh, it's a Wednesday, but it definitely feels like a Friday. It's got that feeling in the air. Uh, you having a long weekend? Welcome to it. If not, and like me, you work in this weekend, so be it, uh, I guess. And uh, there's lots of sport to look forward to this weekend. There's some football to look forward to tonight. Uh, in the absolute premiership should be a cracking match uh, two of them actually platinum stars up against uh, free state stars at the Murulang stadium and then Orlando Pirates welcome Baraka FC uh, to the uh, to Soweto should be fantastic those two matches but uh, looking at some of the stories making news headlines today the draw for the CAF Champions League's uh, group stages took place earlier. And defending champions Mamelodi Sundowns will begin their title defence on the weekend of the 12th to the 14th of May against Ethiopian outfit St. George. The Brazilians have been drawn in Group C alongside Esperance Sportif du Tunis of Tunisia and AS Vita of the DRC as well. Supersports United uh, are in Group D. They're alongside Horoya, CF, Av, uh, Guinea and Gabon's uh, uh, Munana, the DRC's TP Mazembe in that group as well. Platinum Stars were drawn in Group B. They'll face MC Alger from Algeria, Swaziland's Mbaban Swallows and CS Faxian from Tunisia. Last night, Cape Town uh, City stayed top of the log with a thrilling 3-2 win over Kaiser Chiefs. Chiefs coach Steve Compella says despite the loss, there were positives. I think one good thing we did, we stopped playing too much central. We stopped going through the center, played more diagonal balls. And the effect of Twala as well. Chiramadara was doing well, but I thought he was not dropping deep enough so that he could force the, the, the wing back to take a decision. Whenever you want to use your width, you're saying to the full back, listen, you come at me, you're opening yourself. You don't come at me, I am free. Now, Cape Town City, by virtue of their game model, they sit. Now, it gives us a bit of a yard or two. First half, we didn't find those players early enough. Second half, we were more persistent and immediately we received very few passes went through the center. And our center was manned by Katande and Maluleka. You can see there's not much creativity. It's only here and there Mlangwani dropped in. But we had more players. Our game would have to be affected wide. We did that better in the second half. She said countless opportunities in the second half to seal the victory, but uh, the coach had other issues to deal with. Things happen in football. The only thing is that I'm lucky that I normally carry two pants or two. I'm, I'm wearing a different different pant now. The other one just got buggered. The intention, the intensity, and all that, the, the pants just got torn. And I, I had to go and change pants. It's not the same fabric. This is different stuff. But that's the name of the game. Maybe again, God's are telling me that this is, this is out of ordinary. So I had to go into the dressing room and change my pants. And when I got back, they said, hey, we missed two other clear chances. When I came back, I said, how many did we miss? Because I knew there was action going on. And that was that. And you're saying as a man, let me go down, but I'm going down with pride. Wardrobe failures at Cape Town Stadium last night. As you heard in news earlier on this afternoon as well, Newcastle United and West Ham United's grounds have been raided in fraud investigations. Those raids have also resulted in a number of arrests. Saying in news out of England, Burnley midfielder Joey Barton has been banned from football for 18 months. That after he admitted an FA misconduct charge relating to betting. 
On to rugby now, Sio Khaleesi returns for the Stormers for that clash against the Highlanders. Ibn Etzebeth will earn his 50th cap. Coach Robbie Flex made wholesale changes. There are nine in total, including two positional switches. In uh, international rugby news, Wales have announced their year-end schedule. It'll conclude with a test match against the Springboks uh, on the 2nd of December. In cricket news, uh, the rising Pune Supergiants are in action in the IPL as we speak. And just looking at that score, they posted 182 for 6 against against the Kolkata Knight Riders, uh, for five rather, against the Kolkata Knight Riders. The Knight Riders in reply, 21 for the loss of one after 2.5 overs. And finally, in tennis, Andy Murray through to the last 16 of the Barcelona Open. That after Bernard Tomic withdrew from their second round tie due to a back injury. Coming up next, something exciting happening at the Midwest Wanderers this evening. We'll touch base with uh, Lions coach Jeffrey Toyana. SAFM Sports Wrap. You're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. And I saw something like this take place at Newlands in Cape Town uh, around the Stormers rugby team. And I'm so tough to see that uh, it's moved north and uh, the Bizarre Highfelt Lions are doing a sleep out for some of their most ardent fans. We're joined now by the coach of uh, the Lions, Jeffrey Tiana. Jeffrey, welcome back onto the show this evening. Uh, exciting times, long weekend, and you guys are, I don't want to say you're working, but you get to hang out with some enthusiastic young cricketers. How cool is that? Yes, evening, and uh, evening to the listeners. Yes, very, very cool. I mean, you know, to the ones of us now, uh, great evening. There's uh, about 100 kids here, you know, like excitement, and, um, you know, great initiative by the Pizza Pepe Lounge, and our sponsors, of course, I mean, like Imperial, you know, and the guys from Hershey's. And Konika Minolta as well. I mean, every kid that year is very, very excited. And a few as well of our players, I guess. Uh, that's to do some coaching as well. I mean, it's a great event. Everyone is running around under life at the Wanderers. So, yeah, quite happy to be here. That is brilliant. Jim, how did this come about? What, what was the thinking? What are you trying to achieve as, as the Lions <laughs> by doing this? Yeah, the, the biggest thing that we're trying to achieve, you know, is to get back into those development areas, you know, where, like, our guys and the coaches, you know, like, in the townships, where there is a, 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 a bit of struggle, you know, just to bring them over here, just to give, uh, try, you know, and give them an experience. I mean, there's plenty of events that are going to happen tonight. Like, there's a movie as well, you know, in the long room that the kids are going to watch. So the biggest thing that we're trying to do, basically, is to get our young stars from the townships, like, just to come, and experience, you know, the two be here like at the one was for the first time. And um and all the kids are gonna be here, you know, and sleeping here tonight, you know, and the players, you know, like and the coaches as well. So it should be a, a great fun, you know, like as the night as the night progresses. Jeff, I, I hear things like this, and I, I sit in goosebumps because as a kid growing up, I, I played cricket and, and, and wasn't given an opportunity like this. For the kids that are there tonight, this is something that's going to stay with them for the rest of their lives. Whether they go on and play high-level cricket or not, I can tell you now, they're going to be telling their kids about this at some stage. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, if you can be here tonight, I mean, you know, every kid is excited. I mean, even with me, myself, I mean, I didn't get that opportunity and for them, the two be playing here, you know, like at the Wanderers, under lights, and sleeping here. I mean, you know, it, it is something that I think that they treasure, you know, for a long time to come. And hopefully, you know, they get, you know, at least one of them to play for the Proteas one day. You know, I think our job will be done. Brilliant. Well, Jeff, well done. Congratulations on the initiative. I've got a funny feeling you guys aren't going to get too much sleep tonight with all those kids running around <laughs> making a noise. But enjoy it. Tough, and... you know. <laughs> Thank you very much. Enjoy it and uh, take care. Yeah, have fun.
Cheers, cheers, brother. Thanks for the call. SAFM Sports Wrap. You're listening to SAFM Sports Wrap, and uh, Bidvest Vits were dealt a blow last night, particularly with the other results that happened in the Absa Premiership. They were left wondering what could have gone down in their 1-0 defeat to Supersport United uh, in their clash at the Bidvest Stadium last night. It was the Clever Boys' second home loss, which saw them drop to third, whilst current title holders Mamelodi Sundowns moved up to second. A visibly distraught Vits manager Gavin Hunt says he's disappointed. Oh, disappointed with the result, obviously, you know. I thought we did all the playing, we did all the playing, the pressing, and we tried to win the game, you know, obviously, and we got caught to the horrendous, horrendous error, you know, so it's unfortunate, but we, you know, we try to play and try to win the game, and we end up losing the game, so it's disappointed from that perspective. It's not we can do, we just got to try and dust ourselves down and start again. There's a couple of games, of course it hurts us, because we're disappointed we lost, you know. She never lost a game, I mean, they had, you know, two games in a row we played them, we're still five points ahead and we'll end up above them as well. But I mean, you know, they don't play to win. So it's frustrating to lose a game like that, to make an error like that. You know, we tried to push, we pushed all the whole game. And, um, you know, so disappointing. The concern is we haven't scored. That's the problem. You know, we haven't scored from open play for four or five games now. Hunt raises his concerns of his team failing to score and says they can't afford to continue to make the same mistakes that cost them the league last season. Yeah, you need to, you know, we're going to have to. We're going to have to try and be a little bit more competitive. I mean, if anything, we should have had a draw at worst. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, they break away and the end, but I mean, the game is we're chasing it and people don't see that, you know. So we should have scored first, you know, there's no doubt about it. But it didn't happen, so we've got to, you know, go again. In the last two games, it's thrown us off a little bit tonight and on last week. Should have won last week as well, so made it even a worse error than tonight. Last week, so it was disappointing. We made two bad errors, you know, and it's been the strongest part of our team. We've only conceded 18 goals, I think. You know, I mean, it's, it's not bad. You know, it's, we should be better, but obviously, we're not scoring now. The end, I mean, I mean, you can't make a mistake like that. I mean, the mistake is crazy from two players that experience. The Vitz head coach says at this crucial stage of the season, they need to get themselves together. Obviously, we don't have to worry too much because obviously, the game tonight has thrown us off a little bit. But uh, we really thought tonight, you know, if we, if we win this, we'll go, you know, then we'll really be clear. It's like last week, Tuesday, and it hasn't happened, so maybe we'll do it the hard way. I don't know. But it's, it's certainly, we need to shine up and come right now, you know what I'm saying? You know, can't be making errors like that, crucial errors. Yeah, well, we had a goalkeeping problem last week, so we've got a goalkeeping problem this week. So maybe I should play the under-17 next week. I don't know. I mean, it's crazy, isn't it? Supersport assistant coach Caetano Temba says he's happy that they managed to collect all three points last night. Yeah, well, you know, we dropped nine points in the last you know, three matches. And I think uh, this also brings us back, you know, in the mix. We still have to play, you know, Chiefs, we play Cape Town City, so anything is possible. But we're happy that we managed, you know, to, to get the three points today. Well, I think uh, our coach is a, is a very professional man. And I think uh, nothing had to change because we do the same things you know, on a daily basis. I know what he does. We know, you know, so we, we talk, we communicate. So it's nothing new. I don't think his, you know, absence really affected the team because he trusts us and he knows what we're supposed to be doing. And we plan with him as well. So for me, it's still the same thing. Tembo commends his charges on their winning attitude, saying that the win has put them back into the mix for the league title.
Yeah, like I said, you know, we're coming up, you know, you know, from a you know rough patch where we've lost our three, you know, the last three games. So we needed, you know, to get, you know, back into the, you know, mix as well when it comes to the to the league, because we wanna finish as as high as we can. And uh, I think the attitude today with the, from the players was uh, unbelievable. To play 120 minutes against Kesta Chiefs on Saturday, and then come on Tuesday, put on uh, you know, a performance like this, you know, that's uh, unbelievable. SAFM Sports Wrap. As I mentioned a short while ago, Mamelodi Sundowns have shot back into second place on the league. That at the expense of Ajax Cape Town, who they beat 2-0 in the absolute premiership last night at the Loftus Fasfeld Stadium. After sizing each other up for the better half of the first half, uh, Sundown's Percy Tau chipped the ball into the net in the 68th minute. Timbers Wane added uh, onto that tally to make it two after a simple tap-in in the 74th. Ajax coach Stanley Menzo gives uh, his thoughts on his squad's performance. Yeah, I think we play uh, 60 minutes well. We were okay, 60 minutes. Um, I won't say out of nothing because you saw that they were pushing and pushing more. But, um, yeah, the 1-0 was, uh, uh, we couldn't stop them at, uh, at the center, center line. And then the two passes, they were in front of our goal. And, and then they have the quality to score the goal. And that's uh, the biggest difference. That they have the quality to, to make a difference at certain, at certain uh, uh, situations. Yeah, but the chance we got was also like a concentration with them. So it's not like a concentration, it's, uh, it's quality. And, and um, they also have a lack of concentration, but we couldn't finish it. Uh, they can finish it. It's, it's, in the game, is, is, it's always you have those moments. It's only how did the opponent, what the opponent do with that. And they have the quality with those strikers to, to, to make out of a chance a goal. And, and we had the same action in, in the first half, and we couldn't score. Menzo says he isn't looking at the log but does feel assured that they can survive in the Premier League due to the quality of football his team are displaying. I don't look at like that. I look at, uh, I look at the 60, uh, 60 minutes we played today and that gives me a lot of confidence um, that, uh, that we can get our points that we needed. And, and yes, five points above, but that says nothing at this moment because every game uh, uh, it can change. Uh, so I, I, I take um, the first 60 minutes gives me a lot of confidence uh, with this team to get the points where we can get them and it, it is not easy to get the points against Sundowns you know, we know it all so uh, we have to get the points where we can get them and if you play well against Sundowns that gave a lot of, that gave a lot of confidence and that we have to take to our, to our next game Downs coach Pizzo Mosimani gave his thoughts on the game afterwards, stating it was a difficult uh, game for them and they were anxious about the results. In the first half, was a very, very difficult game for us. And what made it difficult for us is because we were a little bit anxious, a little bit nervous. We know how important it is. Um, it's important that you must also understand we are also human beings. The players are also saying... This match, because of the other fixtures, um, it's important that we must not lose this match. And it's important that we must keep zero behind. And, um, you know, Ajax never respected us in the first half. Eh? They just um, played different. But they are also good in knowing, uh, they are also good knowing that how to play this game. They just played it a little bit quiet. Uh, 
in the first half. But uh, we, 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 we won this game because of experience, not because we are the better team. We, we played the way uh, uh, it, it was supposed to be played. Of course, it's, it's easier when you score the first goal. But before you score the first goal, it was so difficult for us. And um, I'm happy Percy scored because he's, he struggled a little bit in the first half in decision making. But for me, it's not the first time I see that Percy is young. Osimani added that the maturity is what sealed the game for them and was happy to see Tao break the ice and finally score. Sometimes he controls when he's supposed to shoot. Sometimes he shoots when he's supposed to control. But it comes to experience. But I'm happy he scored the first goal. But second half, you know, once you score the goal, we, we, we have the experience to, to put the hand on the throat and, and make sure that uh, the game dies slowly by keeping possession and making sure that they don't get the ball. And um, I think the subs also went well. Anton came in in the sub. Okay, he didn't start very well as he came in the sub. But um, he, with, 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 with the time as the game went on, he got his confidence. And um, also happy for him on the second ball that he passed, he showed leadership. He showed that he's not selfish. He showed that the game, uh, uh, how important was this game. And uh, he gave the ball to Shishi to score. You know, but. Um, yeah, two different halves, eh? let's be honest. Once we, sc- once we scored the second goal, they, they didn't press them. You know, they didn't come and press us. That showed the difference in terms of experience. Uh, that's where we thought maybe they can come at us. But I think they realized that when you come at us, then you get hit at the back, you know. So, I don't know. Maybe it's right for, for teams to sit back. Maybe it's right. Because sometimes when you open, you, this is what you get. Man of the match, Slompokekana says he's happy with the performance they displayed, adding they always knew the goals would come. I would say I'm very much happy. You know, we, we needed the three points, you know, to keep us on top there with, uh, with the top three. But uh, I'm happy with the, with the performance. I'm happy with the way um, we, we applied ourselves tonight. Well, we knew that the goal is going to come because of the amount of chances that we created in the first half. But, uh, you know, we didn't take one of them you know, in the first half. It was difficult for, 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 the, for the boys you know, to, to keep good head in the box because you know, Ajax they are a stubborn team. But you know, we managed to score and uh, I'm happy. Just fortunate you know, to be surrounded by these people who trust in my ability you know, to, to, to produce these kind of moments of, of madness, you know, to try to score from very, very far and they allow me to do that. And, I've been trying that and uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. The match that we really needed, you know, to, yes, to lift ourselves and to make sure that we, we like I said, we up there, you know, to, to make sure that we, we keep the pressure in there and we really needed this point. Hope, courage, strength. At Reach for a Dream, these are not just words. They are the emotions that inspire children with life-threatening illnesses to dream. Join DJ Fresh, Lira, Roxy Berger, Carol Boys, and Khat Johan Katsia in supporting Reach for a Dream. Support Reach for a Dream. Get your Slipper Day wristband from reachforadream.org.za and wear your slippers on Slipper Day, 12 May 2017. This is an SABC Foundation initiative. This is Sport on SAFM. Every supporter's greatest resource.
Staying with football, a first-half brace by Captain Jabulani Maluleka and Vusi Muzi Ngomizulu. Second-half strike gave Polokwane City their second successive league victory when they defeated Golden Arrows 3-1 at the old Peter Makaba Stadium last night. Musa Bilankulu's first-half penalty was uh, Arrows' consolation. City remain in sixth position on the log. They've got 34 points from 25 matches, but they've opened a narrow points gap between them and the sides below them. They have two points, or they are two points rather, away from 7th place Marisburg United and three adrift from Arrows. City interim coach Bernard Molekwa was proud of his players. Feeling very great, and then I'm also proud for the players with the way they, they played. I think they did very well. We spoke before the game that the only way to beat um, a team like Golden Eros is to make sure that we score first, we attack them, because um, when you check their team, it shows that they are, they are defending, they want to catch us with counters, especially with Lamola, uh, Lamola and, and Mahaji, but I'm happy we managed to neutralize that, they couldn't even get any, any counter, and then the good thing that helped us is to get an early goal. The Limpopo side was without a couple of their regulars, including Pulen Klolane, who also missed the match against Platinum Stars due to injury. Defender Tapelo Tilo was also in the stands owing to an injury that uh, endured in that encounter. Molekwa was pleased with uh, the re- replacements on the night. Very unfortunate because um, uh, Pulen got injured uh, before our game against um, Platinum Stars. Uh, and we managed to win that game. Uh, even his injury was not 100%, so we decided to, to rest him. Tapel was also unfortunate, he got injured against uh, Platinum Stars, and then we tried by all means to have him. Unfortunately, the doctor, the medical team, ruled him out, and then we, we gave another plus chance, and then I'm happy they, they managed to grab that opportunity. It shows that uh, uh, unity, it shows that we are, we are, we've got a, a very good uh, uh, players that are willing to work any given time. Most important for the caretaker coach was the three goals scored by his charges, having not scored more than one in the league in 2017 in a match. Molekwa emphasised that their sights are still set on staying in the top eight, adding that City must win all their matches uh, for the next clash against Free State Stars this coming weekend at Global Park. He's not expecting an easy match. If you check well, we've been scoring more than one for a long time. And again, uh, our aim is to, to win our game and see where we, we're going to finish. We're still uh, on, the, on the mission of finishing in the top eight. And the most important thing is, is, is to get, to get uh, uh, more wins. So obviously, um, first sisters, they are fighting for their life. Well, we go in there knowing very well that it's, it's not going to be easy. But uh, as Polokani City, we are trying by all means to, to make sure that when we, we go there, the most important thing for us is not to, not to lose. We will be going there to fight for, 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 for the weapons to make sure that our chances of finishing in top eight are there. And again, with Chiefs, obviously, it's still going to be tough. They, they still want to win the league. And uh, we don't want them to, to come here. They'll be coming to our own backup. So we'll make sure that we still get uh, uh, points against Kaiser Chiefs. One, consistency is important. Every player is important. I'm still going, we are still going to assess the players that they, they got some knocks or injuries, and then we, we take it from there. 
Meanwhile, the KwaZulu Natal Bay side slipped to eighth spot in the standings, 31 points from 25 outings. Arrows have managed just one point from their last two matches, and coach Clinton Larson says he's always anticipated a tough battle in the final stretch of the season. Yeah, we knew the the run into towards the end of the season is going to be tough on everybody. I think uh, I said it about two months ago. There's about six teams fighting for two positions, and that's from position seven and eight, or maybe six, seven, and eight, three positions that uh, about six teams are fighting for, and we're one of those teams, and we'll continue to do so um, till the end of the season. Still five games, 15 points to fight for, and um, we hope to to do enough to to finish inside the top eight. I'm sure all the other coaches are saying the same thing. Everybody wants to be part of the MTN8 come come August next year. But um, yeah, we, we've got tough games coming up. Uh, I suppose everybody says there's two. There's no easy games in this league. And uh, we've just got to make sure we start grinding results out now. It's never easy on the road. But we've been doing relatively well at home. And, and hopefully going home on Friday, we'll get a result. Yeah, we don't have a big squad. Uh, a lot of people are surprised when I tell them we've got... 28 infield players and that includes our disky team so we don't have a big squad and when we have injuries and suspensions it hits us harder than most teams um, but uh, we're used to it we don't make excuses we play the youngsters uh, there's a kid playing today at left back uh, he's never even played in the Castle League you know he's come through the development he's done very well for us and we'll keep giving them opportunities when we have injuries or suspensions but uh, yeah we're we, we, we also not in a position where we've got so much experience that we can we can change five, six players at a time, you know, um, so we've got to just keep playing the same guys, try and use the best recovery methods possible to try and get the guys ready for the next match, and hopefully, uh, you know, they'll be fresh for Friday, but uh, yeah, we'll just keep going with the group of players we've got, and, and uh, hopefully do the business to keep in the top eight. SAFM Sports Wrap. This is South Africa's news and information leader, and uh, it's back to the drawing board for South African women's tennis. Uh, disappointing performance in that tournament in uh, Lithuania this past weekend in the Europe Africa. Uh, been relegated in that Fed Cup after a very, very disappointing performance. We're joined now by the CEO of Tennis South Africa, Richard Glover. Richard, welcome back onto the show this evening. Nice to chat. Pity about the circumstances, but but bitterly disappointing, I'm sure, for you uh, and and the organisation at a whole, but uh, something has to be done. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's obviously bitterly disappointing to see us us relegated um, over the past weekend. Um, but, but at the same time, I think it's probably been a long time coming. I mean, we at a, at a, a Tennis South Africa board meeting in March, which was actually an agenda point, the state of women's tennis in South Africa. So it's, it's been on our radar and it's been on our horizon. And so it's, it's, it's obviously very disappointing, but it doesn't come as a major shock because there's a lot of work that needs to happen, particularly within women's tennis in the country. Where to? Where, where to from here? What, what's, the, what's the action plan? Yeah, well, we've got a lot of... Um, very talented young female players um, in the country, and, and really Tennis South Africa really needs to sort out our high-performance pathway. And, but, and, and what I mean by that in very simple terms is, is really creating that runway to, prov- to give our young junior female tennis players the best opportunity to thrive on the big stage. So, look, I've, I've, I've been in the job for about four or five months, and it's still very early days, but there's a lot of work that we need to do to get right, but there's a lot going on behind the scenes to get that right. Um, and the other thing that we've, we've obviously we've decided to do, and we've announced it, uh, I think it was yesterday, was we've actually created a task force uh, specifically looking at women's tennis 
and really making some recommendations and making some recommendations about interventions that need to happen, particularly in the women's tennis side, to, to really get women's tennis back up and running and, and, and really on a growth trajectory moving forward. You mentioned the talent too, and, and like you say, there is no lack of talent. There's, there's two youngsters that have been living in the States for a while, Ruben Kruger's daughters, uh, Zoe and Isabella Kruger. Would they, when they're old enough, be eligible to play for, for South African Fed Cup? Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, Zoe is, is, is 14 going on 15, and she actually played for our under-18 national um, girls team at the Africa Junior Championships a couple of months ago. Um, and as a, as, as a then 14-year-old, she actually won the under-18 singles title. So she, she's definitely on the radar, and she, she's definitely a, an exciting young talent that we were actually going to be looking to work with moving forward. But as I say, there's, um, the, there's a lot of young promising young junior talents in the country, and we just have to create the right pathways for them. And I can assure you that work is underway to do that. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of exciting things happening behind the scenes. And I'm, I actually see, although it's, it's, a, it's a negative in terms of the fact that our Fed Cup team has been relegated, in some ways it's also positive because it means now we can actually look to the next generation and rebuild with, with some of these talented youngsters that we've got coming through the system. Going forward, Earl Granger is still the right man for the job leading that team? Um, yeah, so Earl's contract is 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 is, um, is up for renewal now that now that the Fed Cup is over. So we're obviously chatting to him about the future, and I think probably in the, the coming months we'll obviously be able to give a more a much clearer way forward in terms of our Fed Cup captaincy. Well, brilliant, Richard. Thank you so much for your time once again here on the SAFM. Much appreciated. Best of luck. Uh, I know it's a tough task, but uh, yeah, we need to get the tennis up to the heights where where it should be. We've got some great talent in the country, and uh, we need to make uh, we need to make it happen. Best of luck. Thanks, Brad. Appreciate it. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, before we wrap up some tennis news for you, third seed Rafael Nadal through to the round of 16 at the Barcelona Open. He beat Rodrigo Dutra Silva in straight sets. Fifth seed David Goffin is through as well. Uh, before I go, don't forget, if you'd like to be in touch, uh, you can just uh, reach out via social media. I'm at Big Brad Brown across uh, most platforms. You can also reach out to SAFM Radio. Uh, that's where you'll find us. Or if uh, you prefer via email, you can pop an email to the executive producer at sport at safm.co.za. It is uh, the talk shop. I nearly said the Friday edition with being a long weekend, but it's not. It's the talk shop coming your way on the other side of the 7 o'clock news. From myself, Brad, and my producer, Latana, this evening, thank you so much for listening. I will be back tomorrow afternoon on PM Live, the PSL radio show. Second Jalo with Dwayne DeLocca returns tomorrow at 6.30. Until then, have yourself a wonderful evening. It is 7 o'clock and time for your news.